Welcome to the Paving the Ways podcast. I am your host, Georgie Arabella, here for you, the radical dreamers that know there is so much more to life than the world that they were born into. We are here to inspire you with tales from those doing things their own way, to hopefully arouse you into letting go of how you think things are supposed to look and to find your own evolving path through life. I speak to leaders of love who embody and live their alternative and unique ways of thinking. So I invite you now to open your mind and heart, get comfortable, take some deep breaths, and join us in the here and now, where everything is possible. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Paving the Ways podcast. Today, we have a special guest, um, Lauren Renee, with us. Lauren Renee, for those of you that don't know her, is a spiritual mentor for New Earth leaders and a visionary creatress. She channels her art through speaking, writing, performance, content creation, and facilitation. Her personal brand is Lauren Renee Intimacy, um, and through that, she guides leaders to connect with their life force energy, to awaken their creative expression, to break through survival-based conditioning and create change by living as the embodiment of their visions right now. She's also the founder of New Earth Community Organization and media agency, The Visionary Vortex, and the author of Sex, Love and Relationship Paradigm Shifting novel, Unconditional which is due for release in September, 2021. So thank you so much, Lauren, for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. It's so beautiful to be here. Yeah, I, so I worked with Lauren um, last year um, and um, yeah, so I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. Um, to start with, I'd like to kind of give a bit of a, uh, insight into the life of Laura and Renee. So what could a day whilst running your successful business look like for you? Yeah, thank you. And yeah, it's so funny you asked this question because uh, I'm having a big shift in this at the moment or not so much a big shift, but more so a coming back to really like being the deeper embodiment of, of everything that I share, I suppose, which is knowing that there's always a divine plan that's in flow for us and allowing us to really just be guided by that process. And so, you know, coming from this background for me of having a lot of structure in my life and being in this more um, business entrepreneurial space in my career where I worked in PR and um, lived in cities and pieces like that, what my entrepreneurial journey has really taken me deeper on is like how much can I really be in this place of presence and listening and still have the right basic framework in my life to then allow the flow so uh two weeks ago or maybe three weeks ago I'm losing track of time I moved into my van and yeah it's really allowed me to have this space to really deepen into what wants to occur every single day and coming back into an even deeper cyclical nature. So my days at the moment, um, one thing that I'm really dedicating myself to is operating in the cycles of nature. So really looking at, 
what energy each day of the week holds, how that relates to my cycle that I'm in, um, what kind of work cycle is happening for me as well. Because even within all of the other pieces that's happening in nature, I find we go through this natural process of, you know, um, conception, birth, um, being in your highest expression and death and that going on again. So yeah, like for example, today's Wednesday. So it's ruled by Mercury. I'm very much into um, looking at astrology as well for how we're affected uh, in our cycles. And so it's a great day to be communicating and expressing and uh, getting the clarity on, on message. And I'll do a lot of my content creation on this day. So yeah, I like to plan my days based on what I feel the energy is. So I'll look at those kind of pieces. Um, and then in the morning, I'll also really check in with myself and connect with the energy of the day. And what is it that I really want to create today? What is what am I feeling really inspired to do? And that will be a combination of looking at this to do list that I have on, but then also considering how the energy best wants to be used that day. So I like to have spaciousness in my mornings. Um, I'll really, yeah, I'll tend to get up early, but still take those first couple of hours of the day really slow to feel into that and connect in with my energy. And then probably by like 10 a.m., I usually get into my work, um, have a few hours of really solidly doing that, however that wants to express that day. Um, but I also allow that space for me to just be in life too. Because as leaders and as people who are sharing a message, it's our life and what we live that actually is what's coming through. And even for me, like I know whatever I'm living is what supports me in my client sessions as well. Like I always find I'll be weaving pieces with them. And so I definitely have had a point in my journey where I kind of lost connection with that. And it was always work, 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 like my... Um, output and what I'm putting into it is everything but now I understand more so that it's not just that it's also who I'm being in every moment and how much I'm actually living my life because if I'm not living in the truth of what my message is then it's it's not as powerful because how I work is really bringing through my transmission to others mm, mm, yeah something I always <clears throat> admired about you that I noticed when we were working together is how uh, you really delved into the breaking down of how our business needs to run and how we interact between our teams and and how our days look and how we can how we can be true in every moment, both in business and personal life. Mm. Uh, you mentioned something um, you want to embody your message. What is what do you think your message is at the moment anyway? Yeah, it's just, and, and this has been the piece that's kind of been true for me since the beginning of my journey, because my business and, you know, the way it comes through has really evolved and changed, but it's just for us to be in full freedom. And that seems really simple because we, we all really want that. But freedom for me is like knowing we have this freedom within that's already there. So the two, the two areas that I really feel that we are suppressed the most in that is around our expression of love, um, our sexual expression as well. So love, the way that we express affection and connection, um, intimacy, and then our creative expression. So realizing that we all are artists within, we all have our own unique way of expressing, we all have our own unique gifts. Um, so it's freedom in expression of love and creativity. And I believe when we have that within ourselves and we find that, that's when we come into harmony in the world 
because we are all being who we're here to be and who we always have been. And yet these are the things that society creates our deepest fear around is actually being in those full expressions. And yeah, I always had this, this big vision of this, like, yeah, you like this world where people are just like, it, it was almost like a fantasy of people just being able to be in this place of like being whoever it is they are. But now I'm seeing more and more in myself and in the people I work with and in my community, just how much these pieces support us to just thrive. When we're in that, we are putting out energy of love and joy and openness and sexual creative energy. And so then life gives back to us. And so this is really the message I'm bringing through to people is like, you know, you're, you can receive in so many ways. You can have all these things you desire simply by being in all the energy that's available to you now, which is the energy of just being yourself and allowing everything and all the expressions of joy and love to move through you. Mm, so beautiful my head is bobbing so much for resonance yeah creativity and sexuality are I think for me two the two most manipulated energies in but it goes both ways whether I'm trying to be trying to create when I'm not in the mood to or hiding away my art because I think it's not good enough or whether I'm trying to be sexy to seduce someone or I'm trying to hide it because I don't want them to think something that I don't want them to think. And being with my true authentic expression is, is such a huge relieving feeling for me. What do you think are the ways that people can begin to, um, I was gonna say demanipulatize, that's a word, but remove these um, these ideas of how they think they should show up in their creative and their sexual and their loving and their powerful energies? It's really just a process of unraveling the conditioning. Mm. And this is like, the beautiful thing is those two things can go hand in hand. And the example that I can really use for this in my life is was writing my book last year, Unconditional, which is really like helping people see all these conditions we have around love and relationships and sexuality through the process of actually like writing the memoir of my experience of like how all of these conditions played out in my life. So that's just kind of an example of like a process of using those two energies for like transmutation. I believe that, you know, looking at, looking at these conditions from a creative process, like the creative process helps us see the subconscious and so it's a beautiful way to actually look at and not and not necessarily like judge yourself in this process of unraveling like one piece that's really been sitting um, for me recently is like in this, you know, de personal development, spiritual growth um, areas, we feel like we've got to heal and and get rid of all these things and we're looking at it with such a negative eye but I believe the creative process is actually just allowing us to change the pattern, because we get to see the pattern. And then we get to make something beautiful out of it and then everything changes. So I wrote this book, you know, with the intention of like, I really want to support other people to meet and see all these different conditions. But in that, I also got to go into deeper layers of my own. And then in that of the understanding of all of these things that had happened in the past and applying my, my lessons and my, my conscious awareness to it, my relationships then got even more deeper and, and more profound in my life. And I really got to embody what my message is at an even deeper level. So yeah, I know that you shared that like embodiment 
in message is such um, an important piece for me. And it's something that I really share with other leaders, like just share what it is that is true to you. Um, so if you feel like there's something you're journeying or there's something you're challenged with around your creativity or your sexuality, take people on the, don't, don't feel like you need to be an expert that's on the other side take people on the journey with you. And that's something I've really done all throughout my journey when I really wanted to be like the first stage of my path, I guess, of yeah, paving my own way um, was when I was working in my office job in London. And all I wanted to do was travel all the time. Like I was able to, you know, Australian in the UK, I was just in love with being able to go to all these European countries all the time, but I couldn't stand that I had to apply for like these short amount of leave days and, I started to just wake up in that way. Like I want to just be able to go wherever I want to go without having to ask someone. And I want to be able to do my work from everywhere. And so I took, like, I started to show up online in this message of like, why are we not creating our own ways of, of doing things? We have access to this. And so I just like showed people my authentic journey of that. And that became my creative process, which actually was like the process, like, using your creativity in this way is a process of manifestation too, because I was showing the reality of what I was going through and what I was feeling like getting on this really crowded tube every morning and then sharing something like from my heart of how, you know, that was making me feel at the time and what my dreams were. And like this process of just being real and being authentic, but also having this vision and this desire of how I knew I really wanted to be allowed that to actually become true in my life. So to me, that is leadership is just showing up exactly where you are, but having an intention of where you're going and knowing what your truth is and, and letting that transformational process inspire other people. Mm, mm. Yeah. The, in, like the creation process of unraveling and expressing what is alive in me in that moment and intimacy with self, I guess it comes down to is something so beautiful because anyone can do it at any moment. And it does take practice to get to know these um, different intricacies within yourself, but all you have to do is be real with where you are right now and let it out. It's, it, it's something that can happen instantly. And I know for me that when I create or I write or I make a piece of art, it's like that piece of me has been seen and has been expressed and now it and now it can move on. It doesn't need to stay within. And it's really a letting go of, of who I think I am and just surrendering to the, to the art that wants to come out of me in every moment. Mm, yeah, that's it. And that, that piece you shared, like the intimacy with self, that's it. It's like before until I started being with myself in that way again, um, when I was in, you know, the busy city life and distraction and going out all the time and socializing, I didn't realize that I wasn't being in that place of intimacy my, with myself for so long. And all it took was starting that process of like, yeah, journaling every day, having a daily journal practice, actually taking time out for ritual with myself, setting intentions, getting in connection with the cycles. All of this is intimacy with self, intimacy with life. And that's how we start the unraveling process because the, the mainstream world, the way that it's set up is just to constantly distract us from being in that place of realizing our deeper truths. So that's mm -hmm. a really beautiful point that you kind of weaved in there too. 
Yeah, and self-pleasure, I think, was a big one for me. I was, you know, but for the listeners, I was in the, um, uh, I'm currently in the third round of the Institute of New Paradigm Intimacy, which Lauren was in the first round of and then facilitated and was the dean of, I think. And self-pleasure as a practice really embodied in me, like it's okay to show up however I want to show up right now. I can just express myself in, in any which way and that's okay. And I think that now that I've really felt that within my body so many times, it just has rippled throughout my whole life. So now in <clears throat> relationships with others, in my business, in, in anything really, I know that I can be authentic and I know that it's safe to be authentic in that moment. And, and it's, it's, it's a beautiful place to be. Absolutely, because you become safe in yourself in that process. Like you realize <clears throat> that no one, like no one else needed to, to give you permission to be of all of who you are. Mm. It's just you. Like you, we create that safety and, and safety is such a big thing that we need, like in some way, but who creates that? We do, you know, and, and being with our body, like that's such a beautiful process of unraveling all the layers too, because we have all these thoughts and all these programs, but then when we actually get into the body, we feel all of like the anger, the grief, the sadness, whatever's there and get into what that truth is. And that is the embodiment process. It's such a powerful tool. And when that came into my life in that way, everything made sense. And I didn't have to go out into the world, which happens for a lot of people when this part of themselves and not connecting with their bodies is really shut down. We look for outlets in other ways. And so for me, that looked like, you know, um, a decade of, of a lot of partying. <laughs> and like in within that you know having um more casual sexual relationships and things like that as a way to actually even express myself and express my emotions and express my creativity because it was so shut down in other areas of life and I see how that's also modeled in the world too and people aren't actually realizing that it's like when you start just connecting with yourself and letting that energy move and having an outlet for expression in your own way you don't have to be, you know, relying on all of these like um, ways that can be uh, destructive when in excess to be your outlets in life. Mm. And I think that once I started unpacking these conditions and these things that I've been taught about myself and about relationships, it's like, well, hold on, if, if, if that's not true and I can do things I want in that area, then how about every other area? And I think that's when it starts to break down these ideas of what is success and what do I want success to look like and what, how do I want my days to look? Totally. Yeah, because sexuality, like people think when they're moving into working with their sexuality that it's just helping with their sex and their relationships, um, but it actually is the core energy of our life force. It's what connects us into life. And when we connect back into that, we come into more connection to life. So it's really powerful, you know, it's, it's such a, and this is why, you know, the work, um, there's so many different representations of it in the world, which all has a different piece. But I think for me in the way that I really um, approach this work of sexuality is really still honoring it 
in all as all of its expressions as sacred still because it, it is deep work and it actually requires us to really have this awareness of how far it can really take us when we really honor how powerful it is um because yeah it, it's completely it's like I, I think it's in the book um vagina by naomi wolf mm-hmm. um she says like there's a reason people don't want sexual liberation because it leads to complete like um yeah a complete liberation in all ways like rebellion against society which is true and this is what we need right now and this is what we're seeing happening so if we can all awaken and connect with ourselves through a practice as simple as self-pleasure because even for me like this whole journey started with me going through a breakup and being like okay for the next six months I'm going to be celibate and commit to some kind of daily self-pleasure practice completely like sped up everything for me in the way that I aligned with what my truth is and how um not just how much you know success I could create in my life but how I felt and who I was being and and what kind of life I was really living transformed through that Mm. so this kind of unpacking of ideas and beliefs about who we need to be and who we need to become and all of this is this um an ongoing process for you in your in your day-to-day life do you is it constant things popping up oh noticing I wanted to act this way you know yeah one thing that's really been coming through for me lately around that is being someone who is a visionary and I'm constantly having creative ideas and different things that I can do and this is why I work with other leaders because I have so many ideas that I'm like I can't execute all of these as one human this is I very much work in the space of like even with my creation the visionary vortex is actually bringing community together so I can share out these ideas and see what pieces come through for me can help others Um, but for me personally, I have to be really discerning. Like I have so many directions and so many things that come through my channel that I could go in. What is actually of my highest joy? And this is what, you know, I constantly need to come back to, okay, I could build out this, a really amazing, like scaled out business here, but, and I'm really good at it. And this is the thing too. We think that because we're really good at something, it means it's what we have to do. And it's actually bigger than that like some people just feel like they'll be happy if they're doing something they're good at but like we get to go we get to expand ourselves no I'm, I'm good at that but what am I what do I love and it may not actually be what you're the best at funnily enough it's about measuring what brings you the most love and joy and I've certainly been like the last few months for me I've, I've been shifting a lot um, personally around this to come back to and this is a piece for the listeners as well. Like, what did you love to do as a child? And what were your childhood dreams? I've been having these conversations with uh, some of my friends who are on a similar path to me right now. And we're realizing we're all coming back to what we loved doing as little girls. And that is like the child, the inner child is the, the, the creative essence of our soul. So for me, like as a child, I just loved like making up dances and like recording music and, you know, being on stages and doing all these performing kind of things and um, making up stories and doing little rituals and going out into nature. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm really returning back to this part of me. And even though in this process and with my skill set, I had this ability to, you know, do all these things that are are um, around business and organization and things like that, which I, I'm still great at and a part of that lights me up. 
it can't be at the sacrifice of of my inner inner creative child's um, joy. And so when I've really dropped into my process and my rituals, which is something you know I do quite regularly to tune into how things really want to move, um, it's it's been asking me, like, and telling me, follow what your creative dream is. What's your creative dream? And and like, I really want the listeners to really like feel how that lands in their body right now when I say that um if you knew that you could like what would it mean for you to follow your creative dream because I know for me that that actually brings up like a slight bit of fear in my body because we're so programmed that we can't be successful in our creative dream mm-hmm. you know and that's really been the edge for me to meet and really trust that and this is the process of embodiment and sharing I'm going through with with myself at the moment is to prove myself wrong in that area Mm. that I can follow what these really strong creative dreams are while still having my other projects and prove that I thrive in doing that I'm not sacrificing in doing that if anything I'm gaining in that process and so yeah that that's definitely the piece to really uh expand into that place and and continue to go deeper and also be open to change um and fluidity i it's beautiful i feel that it's it's really beautiful to commit to an overall vision of where you're going and and what you want to create but not be attached to how that comes together because uh being able to surrender to this process of constant deaths of your it's it's because you're detaching from a fixed identity in yourself um and we're constantly evolving and growing, it's it's good to have this level of detachment to, to your identity as well, um, to be able to go deeper and, and be a bit of a paradox as well. I know that this is really something that comes through like in the work with sexuality in the Institute as well is like understanding that there's so many different expressions of us and there's different parts of our lives where that kind of expression wants to come through. And so having that deep level of connection is just trusting in okay, I'm playing with this part of my identity in my life now. Great. And it's all serving a purpose for us to come into deeper wholeness. So yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's a few little processes that people can kind of um, self-reflect on to support them in finding that deeper truth. Mm. Yeah. It's something that's been on my mind a lot today is, is playing and how, when we think of playful, we think of children but that's not because I don't think that children are necessarily any more playful than adults. I think adults just forget or think that they can't. But actually that playful essence stays with us for our whole life if we let it. And it's, again, that thing of letting go of identity. Like, I'm just playing. I'm just, I'm just experimenting. I'm seeing what will happen if I do this, if I paint like that, if I dance like this. And letting go of any sort of outcome and and letting the play be the be the ultimate goal the fun and the enjoyment of everything Mm. and the the creativity I think can get so dimmed because we see people that share their art and and mostly people that share their art are established artists or they're in museums or they're doing showcases so we think wow that's what creativity looks like that's what a creative person looks like and it makes me quite sad that there's so many people that either are creative but they hide it and don't share it with the world or they just don't even think that they're creative I've had some people say to me they're not creative or they're 
they can't dance or something and I think everybody can there's no hierarchy to what creativity looks like the the point of it is the process yes and the outcome yes and this that like that weaves into everything you know we've been talking about so far and and like all of it you know it's like people don't want to see the end product People don't want to see the, the perfect version. Mm. They want to see the process of where you are at right now. Because the reality is in this experience, we're constantly on a journey of growing and learning and expanding. And so it's showing like where you're at. If you're listening to this and you're like, wow, as a child, I absolutely loved to dance. And now I've been so shy of dancing for so many years. So if you want to step into leadership and that's really what you feel called to share, like start just like saying I'm, I'm like recreating this childhood dream of wanting to dance and showing people the process like of your improvement and your growth and that's that's what is inspiring for people mm-hmm. it goes the same in like you know the mentoring spaces um as well it's not about being this expert or being this guru it's like how are you actually being who are you actually being like show me how you be this in your life and how you're receiving the lessons. Like I was mentoring people around, you know, relating and intimacy when I was going through another period of, of celibacy last year to deepen, you know, go even more deeper into myself and my patterns and my unraveling process. And that doesn't mean that I'm not qualified to help people because I'm not at the end goal. It, it actually shows that I am because this is my dedication in my life and, and where I direct my energy towards growth and expansion. And it's something that I'm constantly looking at. How can I go deeper? Um, which isn't necessarily like, Oh, when am I ever going to get to the end? It's like, actually, oh, I love this process of like constantly going deeper. Wow. How amazing, you know? Um, and it's the same with like, with, with creativity, it's in, and this is a lot of the distortion of the industry as well is like having this standard of what's good and what's not, but, it's not about what it looks like or what the outcome is at all. Like um, I've been doing a lot of work around, you know, mentoring, getting back to this true place of my creativity after many years of my creativity being what I call like pimped out um, by the mainstream industries in journalism and PR and being under this force and under this stress, I had to come back to what is truth with creativity. And one of my mentors said that like creativity isn't about the outcome at all. It's not about the sharing or the who, who likes it. It's how it made you feel in creating it. Mm-hmm. That's it. And the people who, like, when you put out a piece of art or a piece of writing or a piece of work, it's not what people are seeing with their eyes and their ear, or hearing with their ears. It's what they're receiving in their hearts. That was your transmission of what you were feeling when you created that. So this is something to remember, like with my book, it's like, I was going to release it this month, but I'm not going to release it till later this year, because I I almost am like the most fulfilling part of writing my book was just the process of writing it. I'm going to release it because it's beautiful and it has these amazing pieces in for others, but it really showed me that, that, that piece, you know, I don't need validation from this or anything like that because I already feel amazing from the process it took me through. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's something for people to remember and be, you know, show people the, the humanity of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think 
for me, there is a huge part in the sharing and it required a lot of letting go of fear of judgment, letting go of fear of criticism, blah, blah, blah. But it, it brought me to this place of acceptance, like, oh, I can, I can show this part of myself. And I know that it's not all of me. It's just was a part of me at one point in time that looked like this. And the being able to be seen in that is, is like a very alchemical process somehow. It's like, it's, it's a being witnessed and being okay with being seen. And it brings such a deep sense of acceptance to me. And I don't share, I do share because I think that people need to hear what I'm saying or could benefit from what I'm saying. But mostly it's it's for myself because it's such a, it's literally a weight off a shoulder when I share something edgy or I share something that maybe I haven't spoken about before, especially when, diving into the realms of sexuality, these thoughts come up like, who am I to speak about sexuality? You know, you were saying like, oh, I'm not the expert, but we'll never, we'll never know all of the things. Like there's always gonna be someone more creative and more blah, 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 and more beautiful. And if you wanna dive into comparison, there can always be someone you can perceive to be more than you. Um, can't remember where I was going with that. <laughs> I, I just want to like point out the piece that you shared there about like this is going to be a value to other people but I share it for me. I love that. Like I actually think that more people need to own that because there's so much like oh I've got to be of service to everyone else and I need to share this for others and people need me and it's like no they don't. You just need to do it for you. Like it's true. It will add value absolutely but do it for you. Do it because it's the message that wants to move through you. Express that thing because it makes you feel good. Because mm -hmm. you're like, this is the thing. Your service is not necessarily the information you're giving. It's the energy you're putting out. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, I've got to do this for others. Everyone else needs me. It's like that will that will put you on a, a, a pathway to really exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not you're it's this self-sacrificing and I've been through that you know and it puts a lot of pressure on you because you wake up in the morning and you're, you're like oh I gotta do all these things because everyone needs me and my audience is waiting for me and you know it's nice to know that you have a community around you but they're there because they just love who you are mm -hmm. and that's the thing to remember yeah it's like oh yeah they love me and they love what I talk about and I love what I talk about and um I love you applying that to like relating as well like when I'm working with clients and they may have trouble expressing their truth or when they, they have an attraction to someone or things like that. I'm like, it's because of this fear of rejection, which is the same in, you know, expressing your message as a leader or bringing out your art or whatever it is. It's this fear of rejection, but the only rejection comes is when we reject ourselves from expressing this energy of love that wants to move through us. Yeah, it's like yeah. The feeling of love that we get doesn't come from someone else receiving it or reciprocating it. It's from just expressing it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. everyone can like play with that and notice like when I actually just express something, can I realize that the gift is actually in just expressing it? Yeah, yeah. And letting go of like, how are they going to take this? What are they going to say? What are they going to think? And it's like, wow, I can just tell them how I feel and know that that is 
the piece that I need to do. It's not mm. trying to get something from them. And yeah. I found that the more that I've shared publicly about um, my mental health experiences and my sexuality experiences and these kind of things that in a lot of society are not spoken about, people open up to me about these things that haven't even seen my social media or whatever. But I think that it just then goes into my cells and it's like, I've accepted this within myself. I can talk about this with ease and they can feel that on a subconscious level and they just want to open up and, and talk to me about these things. And it's, I feel honored to receive that. And it's, and it's a really beautiful energetic exchange that can happen without words. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, <laughs> I, can, I can feel when someone is, and yeah, this is like the, you know, receiving from embodiment in that way. I can feel when someone is just giving me information, um, but it's not what, what they're truly being. Mm -hmm. So impress people with, with information, but if you really want to transform lives and awaken hearts, it's just changing people by who you be. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a whole lot of information out there and you can read something and it can make sense. But until you're like feeling it in every cell of your body, I think people can feel the difference. Mm -hmm. Like experience. Go on. Yeah, in that we all have something to share right now. Yeah. Each and every one of us, every single person, regardless of where you're at, you are embodied in some kind of wisdom that you can talk about now. Yeah. And I think is what people forget. They're trying to, like with you were bringing up the comparison piece, trying to be something else or know more, be more. It's like there is a natural, and this is like really what I bring through my work as well. There's a natural order on this planet of how we can all thrive. We don't need to be in survival and scarcity and taking from each other and all these things. And that natural order happens when we realize that regardless of where we're at on our journey, there is something that you have inside you right now that is of value to someone. Mm -hmm. And most likely someone in the local place that you live, because this is how we all align. Like if we're aligning with nature or even, you know, or a place that you're drawn to go to, there's a piece that you have right now that is of service to, to people around you. So it's just knowing that you don't need to get anywhere to, to be of service. There's something in you now that is, is of help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think releasing judgment of self is, is quite crucial to a, a self intimacy journey because it's like, ah, oh, isn't that interesting? I felt really angry when that girl walked over and said this to me rather than putting yourself down or thinking that it's her problem, taking ownership of it and then also knowing that it's okay. And being able to express that either to yourself or to the person is like how that journey of intimacy can start, as we were saying, straight away. You don't have to be anyone or be any sort of spiritual person or anything to inquire within. Totally. And I just, I felt to expand on like the point I just mentioned too, is like, it can be damaging if we're trying to be in that image when we haven't fully embodied that yet too. It's like, can we just get radically honest with ourselves about where we're at? 
and know that that doesn't mean that we are not of significance now and on a you know the process of mastery I've noticed this like in the because I've been on this path of you know working for myself and entrepreneurship for the last three years and I've seen like at the beginning you know there weren't many people that were doing it now more and more people are like doing one course and suddenly they're teaching you know this as if they're an expert in it and there's a flip side to that of like still honor just like really being truthful about where you're at and not trying to put yourself out there as something too soon and rushing this process of deep embodiment and mastery too. Um, yeah, is really, really something for people to like drop into as well. Like we don't need to rush to get anywhere mm-hmm. um, or get to this level of mastery in our lives um because ultimately there's no real end goal like things around us get to grow and expand but the greatest gift we can have and and people say this people who are really like I can even speak from this you know making the most money I ever did um didn't make me feel any different it meant I could expand more in my business and and do more things in the way that I serve but ultimately like I just wanted to come back to my joy so don't rush this process of trying to be an expert or trying to be better than, you know, better than what you are right now, because the greatest gift is just your joy and your integrity and your authenticity. Um, mm-hmm. And this is something I've really been having conversations around as well. There's this culture of like in leadership of trying to rush to the, the best title that we can be, but it's a journey. It's a lifelong path. And to really create a legacy requires us to be patient and be open and receptive and, let ourselves be on this process of growing, which can happen really fast too, you know, it can happen really fast, but it can also be slow and it's being able to flow with that pace of, of what our journey is too. Mm. And the more, like when I'm playing music or laughing or whatever, it's like, I'm already here. Like this is bliss. This is all I could ever ask for. Yeah. And when we know that we already have everything, that's the best place to grow anything from. Yeah, yeah, there's no chasing. Mm-hmm. So you've you've already dropped quite a lot of um, insightful wisdom for the listeners, but do you have anything you'd like to say before we close up this conversation? Mm, yeah. Just want to thank you for bringing through the message that you're bringing through on this podcast because it's so important. Um, it's just like it's such a simple lesson. And yeah, for the listeners, I just want to share like, give yourself permission to go outside all boxes because any really, when you are live like when you are executing something from your love and your joy, anything is possible. And we need more people doing things that are different because each of us is unique and it's not you being the same that is going to get you to where you want to go. It will, it will probably, you know, following formulas and the way other people will have done things will get you the material gain, but it will not give you the joy and the fulfillment that you truly desire. So allow yourself to just continue to go on that deepening journey of how can I do things differently? How can I revolutionize? How can I create change? What is the message? Like be a thought leader. What is the message on my heart that I've taken from all the pieces I've learned from that is truly unique to me and be in that because that is what we need is your uniqueness, your difference, your rebellion, 
um I don't even know if I like the term rebellion because it's like it's just being unique it's just being what you're here to be so um yeah that's the message I really want to leave people with is really sit with that question like if I can create a revolution and, and be in be in my own form of rebellion what would I do what would I create and just play in that Mm, yes 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 (laughs) find your community community is like the biggest thing too um when you're surrounded by other people that are being just as weird and creative and unconventional as you are that's when you thrive so tapping into that is is absolutely vital Mm, yes that makes me think of something I thought recently it's like if I'm around people that are different, or maybe not different, well, everyone's different. If I'm around people that are maybe not as much in their unique magic, then I can feel special because I've got all these practices and I know all this knowledge and I do all these cool things. Whereas when you're in community where where people are just as much in their magic as you are, the only thing that can make you stand out is being you. And it just brings forth that unique essence because you can't be special because of anything you do or say or have. You can only be special for you. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So if people want to keep up with you, where can they find you? Do you have anything going on at the moment that you would like to share? Yeah, absolutely. I feel really... Um, ready to share what is coming through in this next stage at the moment. So yeah, as we mentioned at the beginning, um, I go by Lauren Renee Intimacy online because this this piece on intimacy really comes back to the core of the the work that I do. So you can find me LaurenReneeIntimacy.com or at Lauren Renee Intimacy um, on Instagram. Um, I am rebranding and re-releasing my um, my body of work, The Visionary Vortex, which is uh, my way of really forming this this new earth way of being and and building community and um, raising up other leaders in this place of embodiment and connection. Um, And yeah, just realizing that we get to be in this this way of thriving right now in in coming back to this process of full self-expression and intimacy and connection and um, yeah, facilitating spaces for that. So they're going to be coming out uh, as a series of live events um, here in Australia at cities where I really have uh, established community. And then also sharing these messages through uh, the Visionary Vortex podcast uh, as well. And uh, yeah, a whole lot of exciting things are going to be coming from that space too. Um, and then my work personally is, yeah, guiding people to really channel through what their creative essence is and birth that out into the world. It's really weaving all of my experience in kind of understanding the old, you know, the the structures of business as well as all of the magic and um, intuitive and uh, connective abilities that I bring through in those sessions, um, as well as doing intimacy healing work for people as well. So supporting people around um, growth and expansion in the areas of sex and love and relationships so yeah it's a little bit of uh, of what I'm up to but yeah the best way for people to check all of my offerings out and get in touch is uh, through my Instagram or through my website or just yeah reaching out in a message and having a chat if you're feeling the call to to deepen in any of these areas that we've spoken about today. Hmm, amazing. So I will put all of that information and links in the show notes for anyone that would like to um, find them. 
Thank you so much, Lauren, for an inspiring conversation, which a conversation with you is always so inspiring for me. And I hope uh, for the listeners too. So mm -hmm. thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, really, really grateful to have this place to, to share all the excitement that's on my heart. Absolutely love it. Yeah, and thank you to the listeners for listening to us and giving us the space to express. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Paving the Ways podcast. If you like this episode, please support me by leaving a review, subscribing and sharing with someone you think may enjoy this conversation. All of your support really goes a long way with small podcasts, so I appreciate every bit of your help. I would love to hear your favorite parts of the conversation via Instagram or email. And if you want to see what I'm up to at the moment, check out my website, georgiearabella.com. For now, keep dreaming big, keep taking steps from your heart and pave your own way to a more blissful here and now.